Oh, hey, welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about real ministry for the majority. I'm Andy George, and joining me today is Ken Hester. How are you doing, Ken Hester? I'm doing great. Excellent. And uh, most of you are probably wondering, where's Jamie been? Yeah, you know, I feel like, uh, I feel like, I mean, I know we miss her, yeah, even though been, we see her all the time. Yeah. Well, she had vacation, <laughs> right. which was good, and uh, today she's actually doing work. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Somebody's got to. Well, we're in here doing uh, a podcast <laughs> for leaders. She's actually leading. leading. She That's has great. Uh, That's awesome. all-day reviews with all of her reports. Okay. I think she's got like eight reports. I don't know. Wow. All right. That sounds like a I lot. Mean, Maybe she pretty six. much She pretty much runs yeah. the ministry. So. Yeah. So she runs all the admins. Thanks for doing that, Jamie. Yeah. So she's, uh, she's working today. She'll be so. back soon. She will. She'll be back uh I believe for the next podcast, she'll be back. All right. So she'll be cool. back up and running. We'll have the team back together again. Yes. It's funny. She was listening to the podcast because she's a fan as well as a participant, oh, as everybody wonderful. should be. And she was like, yeah, you know, you're right. It doesn't sound the same without me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> humble right. brag. Yeah, right like, there. All right. Well, it's true. It's true. But hey, welcome to the podcast, everybody. We're excited to have you join us. And as always, you know, we love to have you subscribe and to make comments and to share this especially and mm-hmm. to... Uh, give us a rating as well and any kind of feedback, but uh, we really do appreciate people listening and uh, checking it out. And we hope that it's helping you. And, uh, you know, the one big thought, obviously, gear in this podcast yeah. to just trying to keep it to, you know, kind of a drive into work yeah. mentality. Uh, although, you know, today I was listening to a podcast on the way in. It was like, a, it's like an hour and a half long. It's I'm like, like three drives. Take me at least three drives to listen to the whole thing. It's really good, but, you know, I kind of like that we are pinpointing a certain thing. And yeah. the tagline, Real real ministry for the majority is it just comes out of the reality that we're both in ministry. Yep, we've been in ministry for a long time, uh, twenty six years full time for me, for you, seventeen, uh, 17 for you, and you know uh, we've seen a lot of stuff and know some stuff, a little bit, not <laughs> um, a lot, but a little, yeah, but we're still learning. To get in trouble, still learning. But I think that oftentimes <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things out there that are, you know, they're I don't know they're either driven from something outside of what we're our reality is mm-hmm. in ministry, and it's hard to even picture that. So we're trying to think of things that are really relevant to yeah, everybody well, listening. I think we're also trying to to help people in a place of like uh, comparison is is deadly, and yep. you know we, we we live in that world of well, what is what is that ministry doing or what is that church doing and we should do this and we should do that right versus do what's best for you and mm-hmm. and hopefully with the things that we talk about here on this podcast, it's practical specific to your ministry and applicable, but to all ministries, yep. right? So yep. it's like, all right, great. I can use that here, but I'm not necessarily copying and pasting someone else's thoughts or, or value system or anything like that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so today we are going to hit one big thought. And so Ken, won't you share what the one big thought is today? Well, speaking of values and value <laughs> systems, uh, today's big thought is all around values mm. and and how to determine them, how to make sure you've got the right ones. I think now, especially now, we're in this mid COVID. I guess is what I'd call it. Uh, we're not we're not in in COVID as much as we were, but we're not out of it yeah. either. So I think we're in this mid COVID season. It's still an opportunity for for churches and ministries to evaluate. Values evaluate: Is this still who we are, and is this who we think we're going to be in the next season? Yep, yeah. And so, our values. How would you kind of define our values? You know, they're obviously they're kind of the things that guide us. Yeah. So it's what really guides us. But how would you? So if people who are listening right now, a good exercise would be: Do you have values, and can you write? Can you name <laughs> right. them? Can you write them down? Yeah. You know, and then the second part is: Do you actually 
live by them? Yeah. And are they fleshed out? Are they the right values? And so, so talk to us a little bit about churches and culture and values mm-hmm. and how that all mixes together. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, some churches have, you know, three or four values. Some other churches have eight values, 10 values. I don't know if there's a, a magic number to values necessarily. I would say the magic number is how many can you remember? That That's probably a good, I mean, a seriously, good like, marker, good indicator. Like even here at Crossroads, mm-hmm. uh, for years and years and years, we had, I don't know, I think there might have been nine yeah, I felt like nine, <laughs> nine to twelve, <laughs> nine to twelve there. state. There were kind of statements, and they were all good. Yeah, but none of our staff could remember them. Mm-hmm. We'd even we got quizzed on them at times. You know, just fun and fun. But sure. you know, so until so finally somebody made some kind of weird acronym to help us remember. Yeah, there's only one current staff person that probably can remember what yeah. those were. So we turned them down to four. Yeah, you know, and, and it encompassed all of them, but we trimmed it down to four because, you know, so yeah, yeah, I mean, you can have as many as you want, but. Do people remember them, and how many can you actually live up to? And that's well? and that's what we're going to dive into a little bit as well. If you want to think of your values as kind of like guardrails or lane markers, you know, when you're on the road, you know, you need to stay in your lane, right? You go, okay, if it's a double line, then I can't cross. If it's a dotted yeah. line, then I can move. I can do that. You need to stay in your lane, and this values are kind of your lane markers. They they keep you on the road. They keep you guided, focused, going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's where, that, that's where it's super helpful. But, and, and I think the real big important factor here is that our values will give a picture of our culture mm. and mm-hmm. culture, like no matter what anybody thinks who are listening to this podcast, mm-hmm. culture trumps almost anything that you do as an organization. Right. When it comes to structure, process, value systems, core systems, everything, the culture of your church is going to determine whether or not, well, frankly, p- people are going to come or not Yeah, and whether people are going to come back or not. You know, I think right now still the statistic is two out of three um, millennials or, you know, Gen Z now or whatever coming mm-hmm. out of high school into college and then young adults just bail. Yep. And and the reason is not production value, it's culture yeah. value. Yeah, it's what, for we, sure. what do we value for culture? You know, we could be overproduced mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with production. That's obviously we had Brian Poole on about yeah. production. Production is important. Yes. But if you produce and you bypass what's the culture of your church instead, mm-hmm. then you're going to have a real flashy church, but no real people aren't going to stick. Well, and again, you know, the the uh, oftentimes with millennials and Gen Z and and as, I mean even older generations, you know, Gen X and Boomers and everything else. Like we at the bottom bottom line is people want uh, authenticity. Right, they yeah. want to know that you're genuine in who you say you are, that you don't, that you're not just using a value statement to hook me, mm-hmm. but that is yeah. what you believe and yeah. that is what you live out. Yeah, and, and culture is created, mm-hmm. right? Or you can just allow it to happen. Like, <laughs> For sure, you can just allow culture to happen organically, or just you know, either way, culture's happening. Either way, culture's happening, as opposed to getting ahead of it and allowing your values to lead your culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, again, just to kind of set the standard of what we're talking about, uh, people have personal values. Like, there's things that I value personally that sure. my family, that you, your family values. Mm-hmm. And then those of you listening more than likely are in some sort of ministry. And so, there's probably some sort of value somewhere along the way. Again, do you have those written down? So, I, I said we have four. So, our four, I want. Should I put Ken Hester on the test? Oh, man. Now no. I got to think. Now I got to think real hard. Uh, no, our, our four are... <laughs> well, we, we value the Word of God. Word of God. There you go. We value excellence. Excellence. We value people. Yep. And we value... Don't miss this one, Ken. This is the most important one. the most important? Yeah. The authentic relationship authentic with Authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hello. Ken knows those. 
yeah, no particular <laughs> order. But yeah, the Word of God, authentic relationship with Jesus, people, and excellence. Yeah. But we play those out in our church, or we try to at least. Mm-hmm. So let's just pick one, like the Word of God. Yeah. So how would you say that people at Crossroads would know that we value the Word of God? Well, uh, on Sunday mornings specifically, we don't, you know, we we dive in. It, we we talk about the discipleship factor, right? Not just you know make you feel good on Sunday morning. You, yeah. A lot, you or whoever's preaching, we we go in depth into the scripture mm-hmm. in a way that people can understand it and apply it to their lives. But then there's follow up in small groups. There's follow up in yeah. Sunday morning classes. There's specific questions that are follow-up. Like We want to make sure we encourage people to join us in a Bible reading plan. Mm-hmm. We usually focus, yep. the last two years, we focused on the, the, the Bible in a year and then the Pauline epistles. Yep. So we're encouraging people, like, make the Word of God a part yep. of your life, yep. not just a part of Sunday. That's right. And so that same factor is for everybody listening right now. So we're going to talk today a little bit about, about that, right, about... Um, the goal of how to create this value system, how mm-hmm. to actually live by it and kind of go from there. Uh, so one of the questions that I know we talked about is how do we behave? Yeah. So unpack that, just that simple question. Why is that such an important question about values? Yeah, again, your values, it, it's, well, I've got two little kids, right? So I've got a four-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old. Yeah, so you value Nickelodeon right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but what, what, how they behave in public is basically how we teach them the yeah. values of our. You know, we say yes, ma'am. We say uh, yes, sir. Uh-huh. This is what we do. We don't. We don't yell. We don't talk back. We right. don't like. These are the again the lane markers yep. for who we are. And and they don't always get it right. But yep. you you know the difference between the kids whose parents value that kind of thing. Oh yeah. And the kids that their parents don't value yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. And pastor kids are the worst. <laughs> And we're trying not to be. We're trying not to be uh, the stereotypical pastors. Right. Kids out yes. There. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. We're yeah. not trying to be the Georges. No. Please don't. <laughs> oh man, I, I'm amazed that we survived. Oh. We we also have two kids now. They're 22 and 17. But you yeah. know, same thing though. Yeah. Even right now, my 22 year old and 17 year old, we're seeing the fruit of mm-hmm. those values in our home. So luckily, For sure. not luckily, but thankfully to God and and just hopefully the way Stacey and I brought them up, we got two great kids that mm-hmm. are living right, love Jesus, you know, following their career paths, but they, you can tell there's values. So the same thing applies within your church, within your ministry. Yep. Those values will help guide your leaders. They'll help guide your volunteers. They'll help guide the people that attend your church. And they'll help guide your staff. They'll help guide you in, in multiple different ways. And mm-hmm. so you've got to really think of it in in ways of like, what are your, what are your statements, which we already talked about? These are our yep. value statements. But it goes a, a couple of layers deeper than value statements. It's it's kind of like the language that you right. use, um, or you could say your sound, if you wanted to. Like, what is the language yeah. that helps support excellence, that helps mm-hmm. support uh, uh, the Word of God, that helps support authentic relationship with Jesus Christ? Like, what is the language? Is is that happening in, in regular meetings? Right. Is that happening on Sunday mornings? Is that, is that Are those questions that we ask our volunteers, our staff, our leaders, hey, are, how, is, how, is your, how, how is your walk with God? Mm-hmm. You know, how's your relationship with Christ? Mm-hmm. It, it can't be just a statement on a wall, but it has to right. actually be lived out in everyday language. Yeah. I find what helps too is, is, you know, we have those four values, but each value has got about a sentence or two under it that just kind of puts some language around it. But so what are some steps, Ken? Let's, let's talk about that because some people listening right now, 
they, they might be rattling off their values, but maybe they're struggling or maybe they're thinking, well, this is what I find often because I meet with a lot of pastors. I meet mm-hmm. with a lot of bi- business people as well, mm-hmm. as do you. And when I ask them the question about their values, it seems like they know the values, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like it's trans, you know, like it's gone from in their mind or in their heart mm-hmm. to actually their staff or whatever. And the answer is not just to write them on the wall, right. although that could help. And, you know, we have them on our walls, you sure. know, that could help. But what are some steps that somebody listening could say, okay, I, I understand our values, but I don't know if our staff could, could answer them. Yeah. I don't know if they could do that. What would be a couple of quick steps? Yeah. I mean, you know, th- again, think about, is it, is this, is this value something that you value personally or is this some a value that you should have as an organization? Yep. Because it, it can be one and the same, but in some in some instances it's not. Yeah. Well, and it's important because I know when we were redoing our I want to say nine to four, mm-hmm. uh, that was a I don't know six month process maybe mm-hmm. maybe even longer than that mm-hmm. because I wanted to make sure that these aren't Andy's values. Right. These are the values that our staff believe in. These are the values that our elders believe in. And we like officially went through a, an official process to change them, even in our even in our constitution and bylaws, just right. to officially. Change. But to do that, you know, I bounced it off a whole lot of people, you know, between our staff and our elders, you know, close to eighty different mm-hmm. people, just to see, you know, does this sit right with you? Is this right? Do we value anything other than this? Or not, and that's a great exercise is to ask people, right? Right. So again, if they're if they're maybe you and your staff know your values, that's mm-hmm. great. Do your can your leaders repeat them back to you? Right. If you have an elder board or deacon board or anything like that, can they repeat them back to you? Do they know? Do they live out those right. values? Yep. Because if they don't, in those eighty people <laughs> yeah. that you asked, the reason that you got down to four mm-hmm. is because they couldn't name the other five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was you the know? beginning of the so, journey. You know, yeah, that's the beginning of the journey. And so yeah. that's a great indicator. You know, describe yeah. your values, you know, keep them short, keep them in a, in a way that, again, these are just easy ways for people to remember them. Yep. If they're if they're a paragraph statement or <laughs> yep. if it feels like a forward to a book, then people aren't going to remember yeah. that. So, so let's back up real quick to, you know, how do we behave? Answer that question. A couple quick steps would be, you know, obviously just get get a meeting with your team, go over mm-hmm. values, you know, submit some statements. But mm-hmm. there's a couple statements or wordings that I hear when it comes to values and how to do this. One is your statements, which is establishing your behaviors. Mm-hmm. Then it's your sound, creating a language, and your standards, setting the expectation. Yeah. Can you do a real quick, like, 20-second walkthrough on each one of those and what that means? Yeah, so we talked a little bit about I think we maybe skipped the standards part, but your statements are those things that are on the wall. Yeah. Right, your your sound, your language is what happens in every day. Okay, right, how you live mm-hmm. that. Say it. how you live it out. How you live it yep. out in in regular conversation. Yep. Um, are you again? Our one of ours is we value the Word of God. Mm-hmm. So in an everyday conversation with a leader, a staff member, mm-hmm. hey, what are you reading? Yep. You know what what scripture are you reading right now? Yep. Great, that's something that we normally do. Then your standards is setting the expectation. So again, another one of our values is excellent. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to be excellent. And the things that we do, then that's a standard that we've then got to check. Yep. So we're in the, yep. as you mentioned, Jamie, as you mentioned, Jamie's doing her evals right now. In as a part of that evaluation of her staff member, it's how, how have you lived out our values? Yep. How have you lived out being excellent? Yep. And we grade ourselves on that. Our supervisors grade ourselves on that. And that, mm-hmm. that now becomes the standard 
the yep. value becomes a standard because you're inspecting it. Yep, absolutely. All right, so what are some guidelines? Let's talk about establishing our behaviors and our vis- our values and statements. You know, obviously, let's say we've gone through the staffing, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I like this. We were talking about this before recording. You know, we, we should be a thermostat, which is setting the temperature of our organization, not just a thermometer. Yeah. Although it's, it's important to have a thermometer check, but the leaders have to be the ones that are, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's kind of like at the house. Right. Uh, well, the only one allowed in our house to touch the thermostat is Stacy. Okay. That we do it, but when she's not around, you know. <laughs> but but <laughs> we can gauge if it's if it's working or not, or yeah. if it's hotter, you know. And you know, we had our second floor unit give us a little scare, mm-hmm. you know, because the thermostat. And this is a good example. Thermostat was set to like uh, seventy three mm-hmm. on our second floor, but the actual temperature was like seventy six. Oh wow! So this is a good point because. Okay. Obviously, there was something wrong, mm-hmm. right? So the leader of our house, who should be the man, but it's really my wife, as all good people are, set the thermostat to seventy three, but our intakes were clogged. Mm-hmm. So we went on this, you know, we had it, we changed all the filters, and and all of a sudden it started working. Yep. Same thing I would imagine in an organization. The leader, if the leader sets the values, but the temperature gauge with our staff is off, mm-hmm. then we got to look back, right? And so, what are some guidelines to do that? Well, that's really good. Yeah, we should that that be something you should bring Ken and I in to do a teaching on for there your you staff, if, especially if you're in a Caribbean nation. <laughs> so <laughs> that, where they don't have a lot of thermostats, yeah, they have no air conditioning. That might not work. That won't translate. What's it? We'll go to Canada <laughs> to figure out. Yeah, we'll have to figure out something else. <laughs> All right, so a couple um, guidelines, real so, quick. So we talk, again, we 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 kind of like have, have bounced around a little yep. bit, but but think through those guidelines. Think through what uh, what behaviors you your your staff and you value as yeah. a ministry um dive into those and and make sure that god uh, you've you've in, you've included god in your values yes, please do that <laughs> like please include him in the process don't just ask a bunch of people what they think the values should be or what you think they should mm-hmm. be pray about it yeah seek wisdom in him to make sure that these values match up with the direction that your church is going. Yep. And then again, we talked about this, like try not to overwhelm people, make sure that they can remember it. If it's four or five, I I personally, I wouldn't go over eight. Like I, I, I just think people have enough going on in their yeah. mind that the less they have to remember, the more that they could actually live it out. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, again, keep them short, keep them, keep them easy. And uh, and build your culture around to to help develop people around those values. Yep. Yeah, I think it's very important because you know there the value statements can be so generic, and mm-hmm. we're not talking. So everybody, I mean, well, quite honestly, what church doesn't value the Word of God or our thought English with Jesus or right. people? Right. Excellence might be the one that. <laughs> but it's so it's not it's necessarily popular, in that, but it's like in it's know. in the descriptives of it, mm-hmm. right? So there's a, there's a there's a ton of value statements that go around of you know inward, outward, upward, and mm-hmm. you know oh, similar to mission statement, but a little different, obviously. So values mm-hmm. are different than mission statements. So it's not a mission statement, right? But the value, like even if Supports they're the even if they're statement. generic, mm-hmm. even if they're generic, like connect, grow, serve, pray, give, whatever you know, just mm-hmm. whatever they are, make sure that for your organization that the descriptive. And the actual practical of it is yeah. is you, right? Yep. So it's okay. You can take our four; they're great. Sure, you know we didn't create them. They're they're just they're right. four statements that probably every church should value. Yeah, but we implement them in a certain way at our church that make them unique for us. Mm-hmm. And so it's also important to know, like as you look honestly at your church and your culture and your behaviors, that you're putting them into 
practice as they say. So practice with that really quickly as we wrap up here in just a minute or so is here's a quick exercise for you, right? You can do this now. You The, the podcast will be over in a minute. Yep. <laughs> so uh, list your current ideal values, list your current values, list the ones that you think should be values, mix and match, ask some volunteers, yep. ask some staff members, what it can, they repeat your values back to you articulate those values as best you can in short statements, Mm -hmm. condense them, you know, wrestle with them a little bit. You're not going to do this in half an hour. Right. As you mentioned, it took six plus months for us to really figure out what our values are, but now's the time to do it. And that's because of the wording of it, right? Yes. The word, it's the, it's again, anybody can just pick values that are probably relevant. It's Mm -hmm. the wording of it that takes a long time. It's the articulating it and making it your own. Yeah, because we could easily, again, our value could be God yeah. and Jesus. Right. Cool. God the Father, right. Christ, <laughs> the Son, good to go. Yeah. But we, we value the Word of God. Right. And we value authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. Right. So then that helps determine what those values are. Then, of course, you can use those statements, replace your values. Do You, know, you, you kind of mix and match and have fun with this, but do it in a way that is sticky do it in a way that resonates, and do it a way again that is a reflection of your ministry. Yep. It's not just it doesn't just sound good. Yep, yep. Well, absolutely. All right, well, everybody, that's it. Values, get them. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> How about that? Good luck. <laughs> what, a, what a great way to end a thing on values. But but seriously, I hope that this challenge. I hope you are thinking, you know, about hey, do we do we actually have values? Yeah. So do we have them? Do people know them? Are they really clear? Or do we got to redo them? Mm -hmm. And if you do, hey, this podcast is a great one to help you think through that. All right, everybody. Well, hey, join us on the next week's episode of One Big Thought. And we hope you have a great day. And as always, reach out to us. And don't forget to subscribe, to like, like, comment, share, and comment. And we'll see you all next time.